one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Today we've got a great malicious compliance story where someone takes an entire month off of work. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, entire class skips optional early start to lab. We were given an hour for lunch, and we're going to take all of our time. I'm a second year veterinary student. This is the time when we start our live surgery labs. We work in teams of three students, a surgeon, an assistant, an anesthetist, and are obviously overseen by certified specialists, anesthesiologists, and surgeons, and many experienced vet nurses as well. We have lectures from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. Lunch is 11 to 12. Our lab begins at 12 p.m. sharp. However, we were told we have the option to come to lab early and begin. It became very clear after the first week this is an expectation, not an option that we'll skip lunch or eat during lecture and come straight to the OR. During one lab at 11.50 a.m., the anesthesiologist yelled at a student for a few minutes in the pharmacy area while getting drugs for lab for not having his patient ready and waiting in the induction room. Ten minutes before the lab even begins. And this group was set to induce the last wave, normally one to an hour and a half into lab. There's no reason to be an hour early when your group is final wave. Being on time is sufficient, and they were actually still early. Our class has been getting berated by this anesthesiologist as well as some of the surgeons in this lab. Just as one example, a student surgeon asked for help. A surgical resident came over from another patient to help and she was now not sterile. The resident told the student she was holding her forceps wrong, proceeded to grab them from her hands and then made the student leave her patient on the table to re-scrub, re-gown and re-glove and open a new instrument pack all because she wanted to ask a question. This is a common technique they'll use on us when we've done something incorrect to get us to remember it next time. Well, the entire class is fed up with this. Our class called a meeting about it, and we all decided that we're all going to start showing up to lab at 11.50 to 11.55 a.m. Only five to 10 minutes early. Not for petty reasons either, but it's a matter of patient safety as well. Several students have fainted from skipping lunch to go and operate instead. We were given 11 to 12 for lunch and we were going to take all of our time. So that's what we did. At 11.40am, one of the surgeons came to our lecture hall where the majority of us stay and eat lunch and asked us why we weren't in the lab yet. A student at the front of the room said simply, lab begins at 12 noon. The surgeon gave us a long spiel about professionalism and how we're being inappropriate and putting our patients at risk and she left. The OR is a two minute walk from the lecture hall, so we finished lunch and all showed up around 11.55. The clinicians were very mad about it and reported our class to the dean, and so the dean called a school-wide meeting about it. Some of our classmates spoke eloquently about our reasons and our actual patient safety concern, turning it right back on the clinicians citing patient safety. And the school claims to care immensely about student mental health. 
since this profession has one of the highest you-know-what rates and our own class even suffered a loss, and cutting our break-slash-lunch is no way to support us. Beyond that, the schedule says we begin at 12, and we're still showing up a few minutes early to ensure we can begin right at 12. Ultimately, the dean just released a statement, saying they can't force us to begin lab an hour early, and we'll start at 12 when the dean's office scheduled lab to begin. It's a small win for us, certainly we'll face backlash, but we have a break to eat at least. Our class is known for not putting up with BS from the school. We got a dinosaur of a professor fired for racist comments she made to a student in the middle of lecture, after she terrorized students at the school for decades. She forgot our lectures were automatically recorded on Zoom during COVID. We are hated by the clinicians, but at least the classes behind us are having a slightly better time. This is great, and I love OP and their class being trailblazers. They're ensuring that all of their classmates and those that come after them are not going to suffer like they did for probably way too long. Our next story is no vacation slash PTO until October. Okay, I'm taking all of October off. Something happened at my husband's work last night that reminded me of this decade-old story. For context, at the time, my husband worked overnights at one of the largest supermarket operators in North America. I was about six months pregnant, and the store he worked in had a change in who the store manager was. And when I went shopping, I used either a wheelchair or a scooter with a cart on it due to a disability that makes it difficult for me to walk under normal circumstances. Background Originally, we'd felt pretty lucky that between all the pregnancy tests I've done to confirm that yes, I am in fact pregnant, and the ultrasound, the earliest and latest due date we'd been given, all fell in the first week of September. So my husband had planned to use one of his weeks of vacation that week, and then use his paternity leave after that week, so he would be able to be there while I was at the hospital in recovery and for the first days of our baby's life. His boss seemed genuinely confused by the request. He was 22, single, and called his truck his baby. But it said something along the lines of, Hey man, it's your vacation, you should use it how you want to. Then about a week later, I came home from one of my doctor appointments to a message on the answering machine saying, Unfortunately, I have to deny your request for vacation and paternity leave in September, as someone with more seniority has put in for those days off as well. I hope this doesn't cause problems between you and your wife. I burst into tears on the spot, but my husband said he'll go talk to the person who requested those days off, explain that he asked for that time off because it's when the babies do, and see if he could offer them something to give him those days off instead. Unfortunately, it was one of his co-workers who was going to have major surgery and needed that time off to recover, so we couldn't ask him to trade vacation weeks for us. My husband put in time off for the second week off in September and is denied. Then he tries the third week and is denied again, but this time his boss tells him that he won't be able to use any of his vacation time until October due to his position and who has time off. Cue the malicious compliance. We realized that because this boss was new, he probably didn't realize that my husband had been saving all of his vacation days, PTO, and paternity leave. When we added up all the time, it amounted to three weeks of time off, and if we worked it around to start around when his days off were, he would be able to be home with the baby from October 1st until November 9th. 
His co-workers on the night crew and several of his friends on the morning crew felt that he'd been seriously shafted by the new boss, so they got in on this plan with us. We waited until the boss's day off, and that's when my husband put in the schedule for the time off he was requesting, which was approved by the scheduling manager and the night crew manager. This was in July, so the only thing left to do was wait. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Our baby was born in the early hours of the morning, about two days before our earliest due date, after 29 hours of stage 2 and 3 labor. I ended up having an induction due to the fact that I'd been in early stage labor since the beginning of August and it just wasn't progressing. When my husband called the night shift manager to say that I was going to the hospital to give birth, he told my husband to call in if he was going to miss any more days of work, and they would make sure it got covered. It wasn't PTO, but it was considered an excused absence. After I came home from the hospital, my mom started staying overnight with us temporarily to help out preparing meals, taking care of the dog and the household chores, so I could focus on taking care of myself and the baby. That first month home was pretty rough, so I was relieved when October rolled around and I finally had his help 24-7 and my mom was able to take a break. The aftermath, first up was the three days of paternity leave. On the morning of the fifth day of this 40 long day vacation, the boss woke me up at 6am wanting to talk to my husband. I told him he was feeding the baby and asked why he was calling. He said he was checking in to see why my husband no call no showed the night before and I said sarcastically, oh no that's terrible, I'll go get him for you. I put the phone on speaker so my husband can talk to his boss while he's feeding the baby so I get to hear everything. The boss very smugly informed my husband that his paternity leave was over and since he didn't come in the night before, he would be written up for a no call no show. My husband said, yes, I know my paternity leave is over, but my first vacation week started last night. The boss said, first vacation week? Husband said, yeah, I have three. I was going to use one in September, one in October, and one in November, but since he told me I couldn't use any PTO until October, I decided to just take all of October off to be with my wife and newborn. The boss says, I'll call you back after I look into this. I don't know how I managed to stay silent and not laugh at this conversation, but somehow I did. We got a call back later that day that went something like this. Yeah, I'm going to need you to come into work tonight. I never would have approved your request for time off if I knew you were taking the whole month off. Husband says, you didn't approve it. The night manager and scheduling manager both approved this, 
so I'm not coming in tonight. Boss, clearly thinking this is a gotcha moment, I didn't approve it and I need you to come in tonight, so you'll be here at 10 on your regular schedule for the rest of the month or you'll be written up. Husband says no, I won't. I submitted the request in July and you never denied my request. It's been approved by the other managers and it's already started, so it's too late for you to deny it now. Boss says, I'll call you back. After that, my husband called the union steward to confirm that he was in the clear and they say that he is. We got another call the following Sunday, which was my husband's next day off, asking if he would be coming in that night since he wasn't listed as being on vacation in the system. Husband says, am I on the schedule? Boss says no. Husband says, then it's my night off. So no. He hung up after that, but we got a call like that every night my husband wasn't on the schedule due to it being one of his regular days off and him not being marked as being on vacation in the system. Some of the ladies in the bakery slash deli section of the store put together a card shower for us and gave them gift cards. Since we never said anything to them about when my baby shower was or where we were registered, oops. Later that week, I made a trip into the store one afternoon to pick up some stuff and introduce them to the baby and my mom came along too. While we were over there, the store manager came up and said, you must be husband's wife. I was feeling petty, so I pointed out that we would have met sooner if he didn't have a habit of running away and hiding in his office when customers approached him. I don't know if that irritated him or if he was planning on saying this next anyway, but the next words out of his mouth were, you don't look like you need help with the baby. Husband said he was taking time off to help you with the baby because you have a disability, but I guess you don't need it, huh? The bakery deli ladies glared at him, and my mom went pale because she knows I usually react very strongly to those comments. But my mom also raised me to be civil and mannerly, so I just smiled and said, I hope you don't speak to your employees like that. That can get you fired. Bless your heart. And one of his employees told him I was right, so he sulked off. He seemed so desperate to find any reason he could to force my husband to come back to work before the end of the month. I started wondering if he was being petty and might try to retaliate after my husband came back to work or if he was just desperate. So I called one of my husband's co-workers. Remember when I said new boss was 22? Well, he also had a habit of bragging about how he started working for the company as a cashier when he was 17 and working his way up to management in just 5 years. At some point after the baby was born, District came and did a walkthrough and it turned out his dad was the district manager, and he didn't work his way up to management, he was a Nepo baby. That burned bridges with more than a few employees. Then he turned up in a brand new truck and said with the year-end bonus he was going to get, he could pay it off in one go. Several employees walked, including two on the night crew. Since my husband was on paternity leave, he had to work overnights to make up the slack. He had never showed up to cover overnights when they were shorthanded before that, so we figured he was desperate to get my husband to come back because working overnights was cutting into his dating time. Finally, the end of my husband's vacation time came and his boss called again. You used up your paternity leave and your vacation weeks. You're coming in tonight, right? Husband says no, I still have PTO days left this year, and since I won't be able to use them all between November and the end of December, and they don't roll over into next year, I decided to take them now. He said, well, when are you coming back to work? Husband said, November 10th. 
Boss called back the next day to tell my husband that actually he had used up his paternity leave while he was at the hospital giving birth, so he would have to use PTO to cover that, and actually he'd used a week of PTO when he took me to the hospital with fake labor, so actually he would be coming back to work on November 1st. My husband called the union steward and filed a complaint that his boss was retroactively deciding what counted as paternity leave and what counted as PTO and trying to force him to use PTO days to cover days where he either went in late or left for a couple of hours and then came back and stayed late to make up the missed hours. He went in to fill out some paperwork and we didn't hear from his boss again between then and when he got replaced at the end of the following January. This is a great story, but the main takeaway I got is, man, paternity leave is three days? Bless America. Apparently you can use what's called FMLA for up to 12 weeks, but it's unpaid. So unless you can afford to survive without a paycheck for 12 weeks, it's not a great option. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another awesome malicious compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 